A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to Not Without My Sister, the podcast where I, Rosemary McCabe, talk to my sister, Beatrice McCabe, about random things that occur to us throughout the week. This week, Beatrice, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about clothing and I was going to say and I, Rosemary, since you left that like opening for me to talk about what I do on the podcast is I listen supportively, I offer suggestions and I make you feel generally great about yourself. I would actually like to say that what happens is I suggest topics and you say yes and then at the last minute you go, actually no, let's do this and then I go, okay. Well, in fairness, like the topic you suggested for today on the cusp of the new year, Rosemary, of the... Irish New Year because like in a in a you know in our in an effort to be inclusive my child told me this week that there are New Year's all over the world that aren't our New Year I was like that's fair but I did think to myself that your chosen topic aging immediately depressed me so I was like I think we should we should do that on your birthday when I'm feeling good about the fact that you're getting older and I'm not ish we should actually be grateful and feeling very positive for the opportunity to age, Beatrice. It shouldn't be a depressing thing. And that says more about you, to be honest. That's true, Rosemary. In a year of COVID, I should just be delighted to be here having aged at all. You are we correct. We should just be delighted to be like a year away from the beginning of this. If you know what I mean. A year Potent- closer to the potentially. end. Potentially. Potentially. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Should we, should, should we be delighted? I'm not sure. I'm not even sure. I'm already drinking rosé and it's what time? 4.56. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, I've been drinking it since 2.30. I was cooking mince pies, which are still not made. I just went into the kitchen. The pastry that I left there to whatever it is that it's supposed to do in the two hours, like you're supposed to leave it to settle, etc. In the fridge, no? Well, yes, but I didn't do that. You know, half measures. I left it on the counter, covered. <laughs> I went in, uncovered it and found what looked suspiciously like paw prints all over it. I was just I about go, to say, I'd say yeah. <laughs> I go, is this, massage. I go, who's touched the pastry? Nobody, nobody. I'm like, oh my God, it's the cat. I go, seriously, has anybody touched the pastry? Tell the truth, you won't get in trouble. Chance. It was us. <laughs> Bow and chance. It was us. I'm like, what were you doing? We just wanted to poke at it. Why? We just wanted to see what would happen. Like literally nothing's going to happen. Like what? what is wrong with you? You've got a house full of toys, a house full of stuff. You've got a massive back garden. Why do you need to poke at the pastry? Bo and Chance are like the twins from Harry Potter. They actually are. I was reading an article today. They're always up to something. I was reading an article today about director, artist, like extremely talented individual called, uh, what's his name? Jaffa. Can't remember what his first name is. But anyway, I mean, you'll know it if I say it. Anyway, there was an article and there was a, a part in it where he talks about his brother. So the, so the interviewer says... Because it's the pandemic, I didn't realise we did this interview over three Zooms and I didn't realise that your man had his brother in a chair across from him the whole time, like in the room, that his brother was working at a desk, you know, in the same room. And she goes, but every now and then the brother would interject and say something like, oh, yeah, when we were growing up or when we were whatever. And so there were a couple of, of bits about what the brother said. And the brother at one point, his name was Boston. Boston goes... He says, oh, myself and my brother, when we were growing up, he said, we used to have bunk beds and I would sleep on the bottom and he would sleep on the top and we would, he would draw something, he would pass it down to me and I would draw something and pass it back up. And I'm like, this is literally the two of them. They're in bed at night. Oh yeah, good point. Sketching things that they pass through. When I go in at like 11 o'clock and I go, guys, 8 p.m. is your bedtime. Why are you still awake? It's like, there's no kind of like, oh my God, we're snares. They're like, mom, we're not finished our graphic novel. 
we're still so I was like maybe they're going to end up being like artistic geniuses or or maybe they'll be like Lee and the other child and them end up writing books together <gasps> well one of them will have loads of talent and the other one then will will piggyback on it great exactly fingers crossed Beatrice I mean I don't want to, I'm not going to say anything Rosemary now because it's getting a bit awkward between us keep going let's change the subject <laughs> So oh, sorry, actually, episode, but in fairness, what? Rosemary, I'm probably piggybacking on your fame. I'm now feeling super smug, but like I'm actually piggybacking on you. The only reason anybody listens is because of you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but the reason they stay listening is because of your tinkling laughter. Well, that backfired, in fairness to me. Sorry, did you just hear that noise? There's a cat scraping determinedly at the outside of my bedroom door. I heard nothing. But didn't you already say the cats have already laid ruin to your beautiful new sideboard, whatever dresser? Oh my dresser. God, my beautiful new dresser. The first day I installed it, I was like, hmm, there's a weird scratch here that I didn't notice before. And then the other day I looked and there are several scratches, like, but they're in groups of four. So they're definitely from Claws. You know what I mean? Or from Brandon as he wakes up in the middle of the night and in, in his nightmares tries to get away from you with his <laughs> <Get> fingers. <out> <laughs> Brandon was the Kathy Bates and I'm being kept captive. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're Sherilyn Fenn. He's chopped off all of your limbs. That's boxing Jeez. hell. Now that's not, that's not Kathy Bates. That's Julian Sands. We went from misery, which was mildly torturous to boxing Helena. I haven't seen any of them. I have. Yeah, I have. I just watched Parasite yesterday for the first time. It was very good. Oh, was it good? Yeah, it was very good. Highly recommend. Did that also remind you of Brandon or something? Like why'd you bring it up just there? Because I was thinking of films that I hadn't seen that people kept telling me I should see and Parasite was one of them and I thought I'd tell you that I saw Parasite and that you should watch Parasite as well. Oh, it's literally every film now. I'm like, I haven't seen any of them. The I one mean, that I really still want to watch is Whiplash. Have you seen that? I have seen Whiplash. It's very good. Is it very good? And what's yes. his name? The main actor guy? The the grown-up guy? The adult yeah, guy? Yeah, I really like, like him. I can never remember yeah, his name. Yeah, amazing, right? And he's in this amazing TV show that I think I've already recommended here. Two seasons of... Oh my God, what's it called? I, I don't know why I have like such a problem now. I know everybody's going to be like remembering anything, but like genuinely have such a problem with the name of this TV show. And it's so good. And basically he is just a regular Joe nobody living his life, right? In a normal universe. And then he suddenly meets his doppelganger and discovers this is a parallel universe and it's all very insidious and it's on. But the acting, like literally, because I love sci-fi, but this is like sci-fi with you know, the best actors ever. So it seems very, it's like, it's like there's enough sci-fi that it feels sci-fi-esque, but it's also like grounded in actual... Gritty realism. Yes, thank you. Okay, What's well, we will, just, we will find out What's the name, name of it and we will put that in the It show starts notes. with a D in my defense. Oh, okay, it starts Donald? With a D. No, 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 the TV show. <laughs> oh, stop. So today we thought, after that very relevant intro, today we thought we'd talk about clothing. Yeah, because I have had major problems getting anything to wear for Christmas. No, every no, no, single no. Thing, hang on. Yes, hang but on, Rosemary. Hang on. But Rosemary. No, no, no. No, no, no. You, no. Had a, you had a revelation the other day. Did I? When you were thinking about giving some of your clothes away. Do you remember? And you were like, oh my oh, God, I Jesus. couldn't give that to that person. Well, I thought we would get there because basically it all stemmed from the fact that I was like, I'm dying to get something new and beautiful for Christmas because it's been COVID, right? And I've worn nothing but like right now, look at me in my matching Target sweatpants. Matching I'm very sweatpants. jealous. Doesn't even make sense. They're incredibly cozy, but I'm also slight, mildly sweaty. Right, so that's kind of the thing that mm. I don't like about loungewear. Is like, it's not very breathable. Maybe that's the. Shh, maybe we, Liam. Maybe Liam should edit that out. That might be a business idea. <laughs> sweat, sweat wicking loungewear. I mean, it's I'm sure market it exists. It. Actually, now that I say it, I'm sure it exists. I'm being so stupid. Anyway. So I was like, God, I'd like to wear something really nice, even though I was watching Busy Busy Phillips posted a picture of herself at Thanksgiving, right? And she was all dressed up. And I was like, I should have gotten all dressed up. I got all dressed up for the pudding video, but I didn't get all dressed up for Thanksgiving. And I was like, I should have gotten all dressed up for Christmas. I'm going to put on all my makeup and do all my everything and put on my nice new clothes. And I was looking at my wardrobe and I was like, I hate everything. Okay, because like I've been looking at it for like even the new things are now a year and a half old. I just haven't had the opportunity to wear them properly, right? Yeah. So I was like, what? So I, I immediately went on to H&M and Zara and looked at all the things they had. And, and that lovely tiered dress that you recommended me against 
that you recommended against. I immediately purchased it and it's winging its way here. I'm going to put it on and hate it, right? I know I'm going to hate it. But all those things that I wanted to buy that we discussed, like that, well, we discussed these lovely kind of like formless, which is very flattering in this particular year, satiny dresses and stuff, right? Do you remember the ones that like... Fancy moo-moos. Yes, very nice, right? None of them were in stock, as you know. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, listen, everybody's had the same idea. Everyone's like... Like, been at home in quarantine, been eating too many Terry's chocolate oranges, not speaking about anybody in particular, not even talking. No, no, God. Friend of a friend ate too many Terry's chocolate Mm -hmm. oranges. Yeah, everybody wants a formless dress. Imported. Everybody's coming around to to my way of thinking. Well, I mean, I told you about Don, didn't I, when we met? And I think I've had... Is wearing a muumuu? No, have we already had this conversation where I said, like, you know, I, I tend to wear... I tend to wear loose clothes, right? Because being somebody who's not super historically proud of my body or whatever like haven't been super fit always was like and then did a lot of internet shopping so I'd always kind of err on side of caution and order up right oh order up yeah yeah and I'm, I'm definitely not somebody who's into bodycon clothing at all I've never liked it thin you know not thin I've never liked it it's just not my style so anyway I was in the office recently and one of the girls that I work with who does like bodycon dressing she's like I came in in something that I would have honestly thought was a little bit too tight and she goes wow you look amazing she's like that looks amazing really flattering and I mean there is something to like dressing to flatter your figure whatever size it is like the closer you know the more that it fits you actually yeah it is there is something to it right and she goes oh my god you look amazing she goes oh my god you should wear clothes that fit you more often you know what this means? She obviously thinks about this a lot. I don't know. I think she thinks about it about everybody. Anyway, and I go, oh, maybe joking. I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, all oh, my clothes fit me. She goes, no, no. She goes, your style is like drapey, oversized. It's probably true, right? I'm like, it is because I do think that's nice. You can put a belt around it and it's great. Like you can always fit. But I mean, it's not to be, you know, it's, it's not untrue to say that during all my pregnancies, all my clothes fitted me throughout my entire pregnancy in which I put on 50 to 60 pounds and then I still wore them afterwards like I wasn't somebody who had a pregnancy wardrobe and a non-pregnancy wardrobe yeah yeah you weren't like oh no I can't fit into that like stiff cotton zip dress no no I'm like oh my dresses still all fit me can't believe it I mustn't have put on that much weight only 60 pounds (laughs) right but they still fit me afterwards but the only thing I did replace were maybe trousers like jeans right they're not like exactly you know jeans you have to you, you can't like wear massive jeans or, or tiny jeans. You have to wear the jeans that fit you, right? Or the no, jeans and you also want panels. the ones with the nice stretchy waistbands. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so I come home to Don and I go, Don, can you believe? I was like, I was kind of like laughing. I was like, can you believe your one says this to me? Can you believe that that's her impression of me that everything I wear is oversized? He goes, Beatrice, it's the truth. He goes, you don't wear anything that fits you. I'm like, excuse me. And I have to say, he also likes a good pair of extremely tight jeans, as you might know, right? I'm like, oh, he does. And shorts. Mm-hmm. And shorts. I'm like, excuse me? And he goes, yeah, when we first met, I didn't know whether to date you or inflate you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think you've ever told me that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very good. I was actually shocked because you know the way, I mean, seriously, you know the way you make jokes about like people's like, you know, massive knickers, right? And we talk about like helicopter knickers. Like, All I of my knickers like, are I, massive. My entire wardrobe is a helicopter wardrobe in Don's eyes. Oh my God. Speaking of massive knickers, do you remember the, I ordered this really nice monkey bikini <laughs> from, from ASOS that yes. came with these like big, full kind of fifties, really high waist knickers bottoms like and when it arrived I opened it in the sitting room I, I was I was living with mom and dad at the time I opened it in the sitting room and I held up the knickers and I was like oh, I think <laughs> these are gonna be a bit big and dad and I laughed and we chortled and I held them up but I practically like, put them on my head as a hat and I was like look at this ridiculous <laughs> you waved then, them on the end of a flag <laughs> yeah I like waved them out the window as an SOS to the neighbors and then literally about four <laughs> minutes later I came walking into the room in my perfectly fitting bikini I have like it, reverse body dysmorphia where I'm like those oh my enormous God, knickers are way too big well, for my bones. It depends on the day of the week. I, I have like reverse True. or non-reverse. Yeah, exactly. But don't forget, right? Like, and this is going to sound ridiculous to like in the future to my kids or whatever. But, you know, we were around for the beginning of internet shopping, right? So things would arrive in the post and I would go, oh my God, mainly jeans, trousers, like have a, have a habit of looking incredibly massive in my mind, right? Oh my God, yes. Yeah, yeah, I know like what they, you mean. You know what I mean? Like they'd rock out of the ASOS bag or whatever and I'll go, these massive yokes, this tent, how yeah, is this a size also, 12 or you know 14? Be- like obviously because they're flat. So from the front, they look like they're three feet wide and you're not three feet wide, but actually you're no, 3D. I mean, so it's different. Do you know no, what I mean? No, I but mean, like, 
I know exactly what I you mean. Get but you why, lift but them I'm up and you're like, saying, oh my God. Yeah, but the point is also when you go into a store, if you know, or to a shop, if you notice like jeans are very cleverly like folded in on themselves. You know what I mean? They're half folded oh, yeah. or yeah, else yeah, they're yeah. folded in on themselves. So like, so you always pick them up and you go, hmm, these extremely slender jeans could fit on my slender bod, on my good looking, you know, finely shaped bod. I remember when... Baywatch came out. Do you remember like and they were very for the very first time. Oh yeah, I was very I was very young. I'll be there. I was very, very young. Rosemary, stop singing. Anyway. That's not the Baywatch song, is it? Is it not? No. (laughs) The Baywatch song is Some people (laughs) get the darkness. Afraid to step into the light. I'm always there. Well, then you end up my side. I'll oh my be God. ready. Oh my, I'll, be, I'll ready. be ready. Never you Oh, my be. God. Let's Whoa, go. Oh, don't you. Oh, God. Anyway, right. Well, I mean, I'll be. Right. I'll be. Okay. I'll be. Dot, dot, dot. Anyway, Granny, go on. I remember anyway. when Baywatch first came out. <laughs> we had two channels. And one of them we had did Baywatch. only have two channels. Do you remember we only had two channels? And then we yeah. got TG3. Do you remember? And for like a year and a half or two to three years, all it was was like static hissing. Do you remember that? Don't remember that. And I was like, really like, what's this going to be? It's going to be amazing. Ah, uh, the, he- the heady days. We had such yeah. hope for, for TV3. Yeah, anyway, listen. TV3. You remember yes. when Baywatch first came out and then what happened? Oh, my point was and these allegedly like, you know, voluptuous women were cast on except for that one Alexandra super skinny tall one, which like, again, er, you know, it's good that like different all shapes. All bodies are good bodies. All goodies, all goodies, all goodies are good bodies. But it was good. Like it was the first time that I'd ever seen like a very voluptuous person on TV. And then I realized actually she was extremely skinny with massive tits. And just had massive tits. Do you remember everybody kept calling Giselle the curvy supermodel? And it was just because she had tits. Well, I mean, did she even? No. I mean, no. I mean, yes, Beatrice, whether they were... No, Rosemary, when you... When you her saw, God-given no, that's tits not, or her... That's not what I meant. What I meant was when you saw her in real life, did she oh, have them? No. They were very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. They just look big because oh, they were very, very God, slender, small body. Don't judge me by your own standards. I thought you were surgery shaming. Listen, listen. I know listen. you did. Let's, let's get back to clothes for a second. Oh, yeah. I just want to point something out that is an anomaly in fashion, right? So you say that you love oversized kind of swishy like I'm imagining kind of bohemian don't talk now for a second bohemian art teacher vibes do not object to this so you think right the arrival of Koss one would have thought that Koss was going to be perfect for you and maybe for me and actually Koss is very stiff cotton and even though things look oversized they're never really that oversized thoughts you may speak now I feel like you're 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 trying to force me to reply. You, you have an answer already in your mind about how I'm going to answer this and you want me to answer it. And I'm trying. I don't want to give you the satisfaction because you told me to be quiet and I didn't appreciate that. But yes, you are correct. And cost was incredibly annoying because when you this go into cost. It was very exciting, wasn't it? When, when it first opened. Well, I mean, there are a couple of nice things, right? Like in cost, like, but it's extremely tricky to get anything that looks nice on you. Right? Mm-hmm. They're extremely, mm-hmm. like they're extremely... Um, I find, certainly. I mean, and this isn't, you know, I'm sure there are some like Cossalites out there who are going to be like, Coss is amazing and everything looks amazing on me. Well, it doesn't on me. It was a bit like Marnie, where I worked the very first job I had, where I was it like everything looks incredibly oversized until you go to actually try it on. And then the armholes are designed for an extremely tiny person, even though the tent, yeah. the dress itself is tent-like. It's but only you know tent-like. On, uh, don't speak, please. It's only tent-like on a size six individual for who whose tiny stick-like arms will fit graciously through these armholes and then what Rosemary? don't body shame people with tiny arms oh oh so jesus <laughs> i'm just saying that i know marnie i know exactly was, what you marnie mean. was body you shaming people who didn't have these twig like six foot six foot long arms that's not correct size six arms <laughs> You're making them sound like a very very slim neanderthal with the knuckles like, dragging uh, the red they were only good for jack skellington but <laughs> I think Zara must use the same fit models or the same mannequins that Marnie does because Zara arms are tiny. Like no matter Rosemary, Zara I goes up to like XXL or XXXL and the arms just, are tiny. No. Rosemary, I can't, I can't engage in this conversation. You're just shaming thin arms. Like, And I, as a possessor of thin arms, really feel 
I feel embarrassed right now. I feel you I feel, sound I feel hated. so like our mother now. Like when I say something is sexist, right? And then 10 minutes later, I'll say something like, oh yeah, because women find a mom and go, well, a minute ago you were saying something was sexist. Now you're generalizing about women. That's, that's who you are I right now. I have to say like, mom, love you. But like, I don't think she's that quick with the rebuttal. What did she give out to me the other day? Oh, I was telling her that somebody, she was talking about somebody great and I was like, oh, no, he's not great. You know, that, you know there are a lot of allegations going around about him. And she said, well, allegations are just rumours. Well, Rosemary, she's not wrong. Have you looked up the synonym of allegations? I guarantee you it's just rumours. Anyway, so going back to me and Christmas. So it's Christmas and I'm looking for a dress. I have this three-tiered spaghetti-strapped wonder winging its way to my door that no doubt is going to be absolutely hideous on my actual body and me. Spaghetti-strapped? Yes, you already said those oh, spaghetti straps will be too long. with the very long spaghetti straps. Yeah, it's not going to be good on the bubs. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm enthusiastic to see it. Well, anyway, I also have in my wardrobe, and I don't want any eye-rolling on this, I have a lovely, um, I'm not actually sure what the fabric is. It's like a your eyes are closing. In. <laughs> my eyes have closed. I'm just preparing. My eyes are closed. A lovely, so I don't involuntarily one-shouldered, long-sleeve, woolly-tiered, kind of sparkly black top that I really want to wear. One-shouldered. Correct. And I, I can't quite. Yeah, I, your face is doing all kinds of contortions that I'm not sure what's going on. Hard it's to like keep you're my having a really bad uh, allergic reaction in your own bedroom. But I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to feel about wearing a one shouldered top at dinner with my four kids ranging in age from two to nine, right? What kind of Will bra I, are you going to wear? I haven't gotten that far because I still don't know if I'm going to wear a bra. It's probably going to be a regular bra with one strap tucked down the side. That's what I usually do, uh, right? Class. Very class. Thank you. Um, so basically, those are my two options, which then led me to look around my wardrobe and say, what the hell are all these other clothes doing in here? I hate nearly all of them, right? Like there's so few of them that I like. I would say there's 20%. No, sorry, that's probably really, really I'm actually going to count them. I'm going to count them and we can do it. We can do a percent. It's probably 8% that I wear on a regular basis, 4% of which I actually hate. Okay. But I still wear them. There's probably thirty no, percent that I would hang on. Of the eight percent you you regularly wear, do you mean fifty percent of that eight percent you hate? Four percent yes. in overall. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. So higher. Okay. Yes. Yes. So there's probably then another twenty five percent that I am holding on to for the day that I look great in them. Right, including that polka dot dress that I bought last year that I absolutely love. I feel I fitted into it for one day last spring when I lost loads of weight, and then I promptly was hit by a pandemic and put on all the weight that I'd lost. Which which polka dot dress is this? A beautiful polka dot dress that I bought from Britain. I don't know what the designer is. It's like a beautiful, but but again, I should have known better. It's flesh toned, so every lump and bump is like incredibly unattractive, right? But there was a moment where, with a pair of spanks, the lumps and bumps were smoothed out to the extent that I could wear it but like there was I mean, a moment where with a pair of spanks and a and a deflating pump and some vaseline <laughs> on the lens I looked beautiful in that dress anyway what other dream and there's probably 25% that I'm like that's just ugly and I should get rid of it but like I feel bad because I haven't really worn enough of it and then there's another 25% that I'm like well, that's kind of cool. And like, maybe I could style it somehow. But the other day, like I picked up the sweater, one of the sweaters the other day. And I was like, this sweater is actually probably, it's it's a crop top, right? Which is probably not its intent. I bought too small of a size in TJ Maxx. And it was cool two years ago-ish. And it's probably not that cool right now. And like, I don't even know what my style is anymore now that I've been locked in this house for a year and a half. Do I oh, have you a mean style? art teacher. No, no, take back. I mean, I love art teachers. In a cool but like, way. But Rosemary, what that conjures up is not cool. Bohemian, I'm not a bohemian art teacher. No, I'm an no, no. urban, I know, I know. I'm an urban eclectic something. Yeah, I think basically if, if, if we took your 10 best outfits, right, and took pictures of you and then did a survey and asked people to guess what you did for a living, I think we might come up with like art gallery owner. You know what I mean? That it's kind of artistic and no, eccentric. you're probably right. Probably would be like art teacher, which is fine. Which is fine. No, no, but no. Like, I don't think oh, art teacher. You're not like... No, but Rosemary, paint on things. No, no, but like art teachers don't have a lot. Like art teachers are eclectic individuals, and actually, my art teacher in school was my favorite person ever, a second to my English teacher. I was just about to say, right? you, yes, you know who's going to be listening to this and raging? She's not going to be raging because she knows that ours is a true 
true obsession, as in mine is a true obsession. And hers is a true... yourself. No, hers is a true reception of obsession. You know what? When you were saying there that you have all these clothes in your wardrobe that you're like imagining you'll fit into or that will suit you one day, I was... I was thinking like rather smugly. I was like, well, I don't have any clothes in my wardrobe that don't fit me. And then I realized actually everything in my wardrobe doesn't fit me. I just never try anything <laughs> on. So like I'm I'm living in a state of like, it doesn't matter if they fit me because I don't need to wear them right now because I'm living, I'm like subsisting on a diet solely of leggings and jumpers. It's all I ever wear anymore. But when I went to come over to your house for Thanksgiving, I was like, I'm going to wear this floaty muumuu. No longer is it a floaty muumuu. It's practically an herb leger now. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what happened. It must have shrank in the wardrobe. I've never even washed it. That must be it. fucking tiny now. Yeah, but you know what? Like, there is no trying on anymore. That's the thing. So yesterday I bought two bras in Target. Two, what would you call them? Uh, I'd call them like bralettes, wouldn't you? Um, I don't know, but like basically trying not to have any underwear in my bras because I'm having sore boob problems, right? Sorry to anybody who doesn't want to hear that, Kevin. If you're having, if you're having boob problems, I feel bad for you, son. Got 99 problems, but a bra ain't one. Because I haven't worn one in about three weeks. Go on. Are you serious? I hate not no. wearing bras. So gross. Super sweaty, in my opinion. Anyway, I'm pretending I didn't see that horrific up, <laughs> up top shot. But thanks. Anyway, um, yeah, so I went, I bought. And so in one, I bought an extra large. And the other one, I bought a large. Neither of them fits me. The large is too small. The extra. Like, that's the problem with not having sizing in bras. Like a bra is great in concept. But like if you don't actually have sizes, it's a problem. You're the Goldilocks of bras. This one's too small. This one's too... I think oh, so I... About... So thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for victim blaming. Thanks a lot for that, Rosemary. Thanks You're not a lot. A victim. What, like, I'm a, a victim, a victim of, of big bra. I'm a victim of the bra industry, Rosemary. Thanks a lot. You know what? I'm, I'm looking for support here, like physical support. And the bra industry can't help me. Well, what I was going to say was, I think when you wear bralettes, because I have quite a few like that, like unsized, you know, like medium, large, extra large or whatever that have no underwire. You have to just live with the fact that your boob is either going to be slightly hanging out... Like, no, I Rosemary. have one that I absolutely no, love, Rosemary. but I have four boobs no, in it. No, Rosemary. No, excuse me. This is not about slightly hanging out. In one of them, it is so large that my boobs just are literally hanging down within the bra. They made The bra may as well not be there, right? Fine. In the relaxing. other one, my I bent over to pick something up. And I don't mean like bent fully over. I reached across the counter to pick something and my boobs just pop out. And it's like, this is not, like, it's just acting as a support for, I'm not sure what, my armpits? Like, it's just literally, it is like some kind of weird, extremely stylish looking chest holder. It's no like thanks. a waist cincher for your diaphragm. I mean, I've seen, it's, it's like something that you might see on, like, in the Sound of Music, Lederhosen style, but like up top. No thanks, I don't need this. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Do you think underwear is, like, is, is underwear important to I like not just how our clothes fit but you know sometimes you put on like if I'm wearing bad underwear I can't try anything on in the shop oh my god you know I mean? you're actually weird no I don't know what you mean do you actually think that good bras now there's going to be somebody out there who's going to be like oh my god good bras are super like are my boobs just going to be down around my knees at some point in my life regardless of what bra I have on do you know what Rosemary that's actually not a question for you you don't have the answer for our audience guys are there any boob experts out there? Are my knee are my knees? Are my knees going to end up around my boobs at some point? Are, are my, my knees going to reach my nipples <laughs> before the age of fifty five? <laughs> oh, so, if anybody can answer that, please let me know. If you have any great bra recommendations, please let me know. Thanks very much because I'm having loads of. It's, I think it's to do with working from home. Like I'm having loads of underwear problems. Can I tell you what people are going to recommend to us? Because I've asked this question before on social media and this is what people have recommended. There's a group on Facebook called Boob or Bust where they have this whole different method for measuring your boobs and they no, maintain I just, that basically I just everyone's want somebody that size. I trust. I just want somebody that I trust to let me know. I just want somebody that is listening to this and who feels my pain to let me know. But we well, I'll also look up Boob or Bust, okay? Yeah. What kind of person is a boob? What do you have to be doing to be a boob expert? I don't are know, you somebody like, who just cares about fitter? me. Somebody just cares about me and like cares about my boobs. Okay. I care about you and you literally were just like, this question isn't for you. No, no, it was for you, but you, you started giving me an answer about like whether my my boobs would be right down around my knees. You don't know. Like you don't. No, who, who, I wasn't. I was going to say, I suspect it's a lot of it is to do with genetics is what I was going to say. Oh, well, in that case, I'm great. <laughs> Can we just take a moment to talk about my dream sponsor, Marks and Spencer Flexi Fit Knickers? Oh, yeah. Speaking of underwear. <laughs> yes, you can go ahead. So, I mean, I'm I laughing, but they're also my dream sponsor since you turned me on to them. Oh, my God. Marks and Spencer does this range called Flexi Fit. They also do bras as well now. And like, oh, I don't have one well, of those. Like, Are they good? Yeah, well, I haven't actually tried them, but they do more like bralettes. I think they're all wireless. The emphasis seems very much to be on comfort with the whole Flexi well, let's Fit just... range. Let's just talk about the knickers because like seriously, they have been yeah. life changing. I look in the drawer now and if I don't have a pair of flexi fits, I'm, there's no undies going on today. Beatrice texted me one day and said, if I could choose between waking up and having like a million dollars in the bank and having a fresh pair of flexi fit knickers in my drawer every day for the rest of my life, I'd choose the knickers. <laughs> I would. I really that would. was literally out of nowhere. We were not even talking about underwear. This text just came I into really my inbox. I would. I genuinely would. Seriously, like they are the best thing. I, I Like I said to you yesterday, I have, a, I have an underwear drawer, which I actually have to go up to and just fucking burn. You and do, it is yeah. full of shit underwear. It is full of the worst bras, some of which you bought for me. It is full of like, but thanks for that though. It is full of terrible underwear particularly hating the ones that have elastic around the leg like who thought that was a good idea oh, yeah they like are actually i have a pair of black underwear that have a lovely lacy like soft lacy you know like no like pressure elastic top right they're their jersey pair of nice black jersey underpants underwear whatever pants knickers whatever you want to call them or as they call them here knickers, in america Beatrice. As they call them in America, panties. panties, which I absolutely hate. I hate that as well. And then like so super tight, hard elastic around the legs. So like, I don't even know where they're still in my drawer. Why have I not thrown them in the bin? Because every day I take them out and I go, I can't wear these, right? So why don't I throw them in the bin? I have a problem. Anyway, so in this drawer, which is overflowing and stuff actually falls out the back and prevents my drawers from closing, it is overflowing. But I guarantee you, like this morning I went in, I opened it and I was like, oh, nothing in here that I can wear. So I closed it and promptly went downstairs to the laundry room where my FlexiFit knickers were waiting with a smile on their face, waiting to be thrown onto my bum and worn all day long. With a smile on their gusset. The, yes. I have to say, I strongly recommend the full brief FlexiFit. They are so comfy. I like so all of comfy. them, but like, do they have, so is that extra leg pad, is that a new thing or an old thing? I think Which that's is the, the full modern brief, version. The one with the little, What? Which is the modern version because they changed them, right? I just like the ones that are like super plain and no yeah. extra seamed like leg pad. 
so the, so they basically have a midi version which is the one you're talking about and then the one that I like is the full brief that has like an extra little bit of fabric that kind of hugs the the high crease and that's the bit no, that you're no, saying don't you don't that. like don't need that but don't I like that. that no 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 don't need yeah those. I like that anyway highly recommend if Marks and Spencer Flexfit would like to sponsor this podcast I will happily pose for myriad you know photographs me? in my Flexfit knickers yeah, I'll also hold them up and smile. But like all jokes aside, <laughs> right? Like, don't worry about sponsoring us. Just send us lots of knickers, please. Oh my god! What size good are point. you? What size am I? Ten. This is. <laughs> I think I have sixteen to eighteen. Do I not? What no, no, size no. are they? Uh, yours, yours are all fourteen, and mine are all sixteen. And oh that's gosh, the only, the only way I can tell them apart. Size ten. Gas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have to say... Does she want the truth or does she want a lie? She wants the lie to be the truth. But in the absence of that, the truth will do. I also like black much more than I like the skin coloured ones because the skin coloured ones feel much more frumpy to me, even though they're useful. But like I put them on and I feel like a massive nerd. The black ones are just great and neutral. I'd say that happens to you a lot. But why don't they ever do... Do they not do any coloured ones? They do do coloured ones. They do do oh. coloured ones now. They do do. Well, that's what we need. Well, go and have a look on the website and you can ask mom to order well, them for you. Well, next up, we'll try the bras and we'll let you all know if they're good. <laughs> oh my God. Riveting, riveting content. Yes. Yes. Okay. So. No, no, no. I was I, I was just going to say on the topic of, on the topic of, cl- of closet clear outs and of like you clearing out your underwear drawer and everything. A couple of years ago, I tried to marry Kondo my wardrobe. Right. Well, like a couple of years ago, I did do massive clear outs because I lost a lot of weight, got rid of everything. Then immediately put all the weight back on. It was raging. No, no, that I sorry, like, sorry, sorry. All my nice clothes. I, I'd like to put a couple of caveats in here. A couple of years ago, you marry condoed your entire life and you threw out every single thing. Like you became, you know, no judgment, but a maniac. Right. You threw out every letter, card, anything emotional. You threw them in the bin. Fine. We'll get to that in a second. You also then threw out every piece of clothing and consigned every single thing you owned, including all of the things of mine that you owned, and now have no clothes and now are shocked by the fact that you have no clothes and yet know where they all went because you gave them all away. You know, though, I genuinely think that was because I was very depressed. And that's apparently very common when people are very depressed that they lose attachment to material things. Genuinely. So you calling me a maniac is actually incredibly insensitive and unwoke. I can't actually believe you're such a knob. That's no, but unbelievable. I mean, you absolute bitch. You've never said that before. And now you're literally saying it now. I, I wrote about you that. Have... I wrote a piece about it on my Patreon, which you have read, titled, I whittled myself down to the bare bones. And I shall resend it to you because I actually have it on my desktop all okay. about. It doesn't mean I read it. Just because I, I sponsor I got... you, Rosemary, doesn't mean I read you. I sponsor you to be a good sponsor because I love you. You should read me. Anyway, anyway. So I've done several closet clear outs, but I remember trying to marry Kondo and I was trying to do that thing where it's like, you know, she says, pick things up and ask, do they spark joy? Nothing. Sorry. Am I supposed to pick up like a t-shirt I bought in pennies six years ago that has a hole under the arm and that I just think like nobody's going to notice and think, does this spark joy? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Do I need it? Yes. Is it the only black t-shirt I own? <laughs> yes. Like, That's actually what a good point. Yeah, it's this? not all about. That's true because like going to the office is not necessarily about spark and joy. I mean, like, great. I'm I'm happy. Like, I I have a different job than most, so I can wear whatever I want to the office, right? But actually, I mean, I feel like so can most people now. A lot of work maybe not. Now, a lot yeah, of people yeah. can right. But like, I don't know. Well, we'll do this exercise with my closet in a little while. And I think I should probably be throwing out most of Don's clothes because the majority of them do not spark joy in me at all. No, no, it's about sparking oh. joy in him. Oh, is that not the point? Do I don't think they spark in joy him? in him at all. I don't think he even thinks about sparking joy. He just thinks, oh, I have 92 white t-shirts slightly faded with a V-neck. Oh my God, what would sparking joy... You, you know what? Spark, like, I feel like if all of my clothes sparked joy, I would be insufferable. I'd be like Emily in Paris... Walking around, delighted with myself all the time. But you know, a lot of my clothes, now that I'm thinking about it all the same, I don't want to backtrack, like talk to the other side of my mouth. Lots of my clothes do spark joy. Although I do have like a couple of things that absolutely spark fucking rage of hatred and then I put them on and go to work. Like, I fucking hate my black jacket from, I don't know if it's from, I think it's from Zara or it might be from a Blazer. Yeah, I don't know what that other company is called, but it has that fucking ruched sleeve. Do you know what? Maybe I should just try and cut the ruche out, but I don't think it works that way. I think the ruche is very engineered in, so if you unruche it, it's not like it becomes yeah. a normal sleeve. It's no, it like, becomes a weird shape. I, I think that's nice that on ruche. you. 
okay, thanks, Rosemary. But the ruche is so dated, like so mm. dodge. What I would like to, what I would like to do though, is figure out. Like, I feel like I have a massive imbalance of dresses slash. Like, what's the perfect number? What's the perfect ratio of trousers to tops to skirts? to dresses nobody's told me that it's just like get rid of things you don't like okay I can do that but then I don't have a single top or a single pair of trousers do you know what I mean but like yeah but it also obviously depends on like I have loads of dresses and actually the perfect ratio of dresses to trousers for me would be zero to 20 because all I wear is trousers you know what I mean like I never yeah, wear my dresses. Yeah, but all I wear is trousers because, sorry, all I wear is dresses. But I think it's more because I just don't know. I don't have decent tops to wear with my trousers. Yeah, I know what you mean. I do think a good rule of thumb, though, when shopping especially is, you know, the way you said earlier, like that you have things that you think I could style that up. I'm trying never to buy anything that I think I could style that up. Like if I'm buying something and I'm thinking I have to make an effort to make that work, I'm not buying it. <sighs> Rosemary, that is way, way too eyes. logical. Because I'm like, everything, I'm like, oh my God, I could wear this like this and I could style like this. And then I get home and I'm like, oh. But the thing is, because I haven't tried it on, then I try it on and I'm like hideous on me in the first place. Can't style it at all. You know what? Speak, speaking of trying on though, when this pandemic is over, I would like all clothes shops to reopen with mirrors that have basically a screen in front of them. And when you are ready to see yourself, you press the button and the screen opens and you see the mirror. Because so often I go in to try something on and then I catch a glimpse of myself with like one leg in the leg of a pair of trousers in Zara that's never going to fit me. The other leg's like up, up on the bench. I'm trying to hoik them up and my bra, like one boob has come out of my bra. And I'm horrified and then the whole experience is ruined. I just don't want to see myself until I'm ready. But you know, genuinely, like actually trying on clothes is, is so important. Do you remember we, we went into the anthropology, was it last Christmas? Oh, and yeah, I tried yeah. on an extremely beautiful dress that I had been coveting for months. And we try, I tried it on and Rosemary came in and goes, oh, um, mm, you know, turn around. And like that point, you're like, it's not a like, wow. But I mean, I would have bought that and then I would have suffered through it and I would have worn it out. I would never because like, I'm so bad at sending things back. You're much better at sending things back. I, yeah, yeah, I am good at sending things back. And and now that I have a sprained ankle, I'm, ex, you know, I'll tell you, I'm exceptionally good at sending Brandon to Target with things to bring back for me. <laughs> I've sent, sent him twice so far this week and <laughs> it's very Brandon. satisfying. He what comes home looking Why like, would he need to go twice? Why couldn't he go once in the weekend? Because I totally forgot about the other thing. But he came back like looking very hassled and hands me $30. It's great. And I'm just sitting on the couch. <laughs> so it's listen, like, all, having said, but having said all that, okay. So we, so I think you know, in the new year, it's a good, it's a good time. Like over the Christmas holidays, over the holidays, I will go through my wardrobe, and you can consult. But you're not allowed to say things like, "Will you try this on?" or "That's hideous." If I like it, okay. Okay, so you want me to be very tactful, which I'm not, and also psychic. Correct. Great, so we're good. But I'd like to go back in time and say, what's your favourite outfit that you ever wore? Probably um, for my graduation from NUI Galway, I had a really nice like 50s style dress, you know, like A-line with a sweetheart neckline. I think it was Halter. Do you remember this dress? And it was like cream and had a floral pattern. It was so like with a really full skirt. It was one of those dresses that you can put a petticoat underneath if you want to, if you want to be very like Imelda May. Why would you want to do that? Okay. No, no, I didn't want to do that. But I wore it with like little heels. And I just loved that dress. And I remember feeling gorgeous in it. Hmm. You know, like, like I just you felt as if it would kind Rosemary. of been made for me. You know what I mean? But then... You don't need a dress to be gorgeous. Very soon thereafter, it was clear that if it had been made for me, it had been made for a past version of me and was no longer going to fit me. So uh, now, in fairness, I just said you don't away. need a dress to be gorgeous. But in, in, you know, from my perspective, I would appreciate if you had some kind of body covering just because, you know... <laughs> This is not a nudist con, but it could be. Anyway, have you ever gone to a nudist beach? Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if I've gone fully. Oh, I've well, you've done, gone lots, of, on a you've lot done of lots of t- okay. topless. What's your, what's your favorite <laughs> outfit that you've ever worn? Your absolute head record. Uh, oh, no, well, no, 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 hang on. Stop, halt. What, I what? did do that naked photo shoot. Oh, you did with Spencer Tunick, who I was yes. only reading about today. I was funnily enough looking at a photograph of his, I think it was in The Guardian, and... He was showing wherever he had done his most recent photo shoot, it was lots of naked women, but they were all covered with a draped, like a gauzy pink or purple veil. And I was, I almost texted you to be like, 
oh bless don't you wish Spencer had given you this veil too and then I was like no 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 she doesn't wish that she's proud of herself well, I just I'm, more meant only... from a pure. I just more meant from a pure mortification. I cannot imagine rocking up in a like in a massive gang of nudies. But like, I totally appreciate it. I just don't think I could do it myself. But I mean, I wasn't mortified at all. I was just. I know you were freezing, yeah. freezing. Oh my god, we arrived at like three thirty a.m. or something. I mean, and Rosemary, your, your, off, your nipples when what? you're freezing, like what? I said your nipples when you're freezing. To be fair. Oh my god, my nipples when I'm roasting, Beatrice. Like, it make, temperature know, makes no difference to my little like. They could, they could cut glass. It's so what? annoying. <laughs> Do you remember the day? nipples. I told you one day, didn't I? That I was in my house when I was when I was living with Claire, and my ex boyfriend was there, and Claire said something like, "Rosemary, like you know, you know, you can see your nipples through that top or something." And my ex boyfriend went, oh, "That's not her nipple. That's that's way too low. That's just something in her top." And it was my fucking nipple. Yes, I am serious. That's way too long. All bodies are good bodies and some nipples Maybe you were point sitting down. at a... Maybe you were si- I was standing up, Beatrice, so I appreciate you trying to make this effort. I was standing up. <laughs> now, I would like to know... I need a break. Are joking? Were you actually standing up? Yes, I was standing in my hall. We were about the to leave the house. Two of them deserve to be like... Piss off, crap mates. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I had to, like, no wonder I moved countries to get away from these. With, exactly. with, with friends like these, etc. Exactly. Oh, Anyway, tell me, what's, what's, what's your favourite outfit that you've ever worn and do you still have it? I bet you do. <sighs> you listen, you bitch. No, I don't no, think no, I do. No, um, that's, no, That's actually in a good way, like. What's my favourite outfit that I... Well, I mean, I don't even... I have no idea where my dad's dress is gone that I made myself. The it's in the thing. wardrobe at home and I'd say mom's oh, shipping it over to you within it? about a week. Yes. Oh, my God. Literally yesterday she was on the phone going... Um, what else are you going to want? Are you going to want all these books? Um, I looked in your drawers yesterday and there's like some stuff in there that I'm going to ship over. I'm like, ship it then. Ship it and be done with it. Grand. Like, I don't know what the... De- I mean, A, I don't know what the like urgent desire for space is unless you're about to fill it up as a COVID hospital. But like, otherwise, <laughs> what's the issue, right? She sends it I all mean, over. She's obsessed with, with emptying out our bedrooms. And then when I say to her, like, if you had to get rid of one piece of furniture when you moved house, I wouldn't give her oh. anything. Why would I oh, get rid of anything? Oh, I don't need I to get rid of anything. Recently, I said, well, listen, if you were downsizing, because, you know, every house they look at is smaller than the one they live yeah. in. So, like, if you were downsizing, would you? Uh, listen, your father and I have no need to get rid of any furniture. And I'm, I'm literally like, you found that sideboard, the one sideboard that they're obsessed with, on the side of the road, like, uh, do you know what I mean? It's an interest. Ar- don't shame them. That sideboard they bought in Brand Thomas. <laughs> it's not a shame it's like extremely oh, know, it's good thrifting on their part and it was actually yeah. the only thrifting they ever did and it was amazing and every other cool piece of furniture that they had they threw out I still will not get over those orange chairs orange you can chairs. post them Rosemary you can post them on the on the, on the the Instagram we have a photograph of us actually sitting in those orange chairs I found a picture frame on the side of the road down the road from our house not too long ago in the rain one day and I was like oh my god I'll bring that home I'll like use that to frame something it was wet, brought it into the garage and then it began to crumble under my thumbs. It was obviously made of some kind of clay. Mm. I was horrified. So Maybe that it was wasn't an art project. Story. Maybe it was an art project. It was supposed to see like who would take this home. I found an amazing painting on the side of the road. Well, I thought it was amazing in New York. It's now up in Nash's bedroom. Oh, did I tell you? So I went to the framers yesterday with Nash to pick up my paintings. I dropped some stuff in to be framed recently. And one of them is a painting of two women like per perusing a, a pornographic magazine and fondling a a porno cherub under the table. Anyway, Nash has never we'll, obviously seen this. We'll post this, a picture right? of it because that's yes. Nash's very Nash, clear. Yes, Nash has never seen this. And uh, so we're in the framers and I go, Nash, would you like that? He goes, no, mom. I go, well, that's for your bedroom. Oh my God, you're so gross. So we get in the car. I, I put it in the car. He goes, oh my God, mom, is that actually yours? I thought you were joking. <laughs> Anyway, suffice to say, it's not for his bedroom. But back to my favourite outfit. Yes. Well, I think you've gone through, you've already made fun of my confirmation outfit, which I really, really loved. You um, made fun of that. I thought that was cute. It was just a pity that somebody's mother arrived wearing the same thing. Go on. Whatevs, whatevs. I, I've had a couple of really amazing outfits from our grandmother, from our father's mother. Oh, uh, one of which you I, wore her wedding yes. dress to your graduation from NCAD. Yes, yes. I have it upstairs right now. And I'm literally like, 
I don't know how this ever fit me, but it is magnificent. I also somehow managed to get a stain on the back, like or some kind of like decay on the back in the in, in the intervening years. And it was so well minded, but like I don't know what happened. Anyway, it's gorgeous. That's upstairs and it's beautiful. And then she had this other amazing dress with kind of um it was a jacquard, like a black and baby pink fabric of check. I have a picture of it upstairs. I mean I have it upstairs, I can take a picture. And these really cool cool kind of retro pockets I don't know what they're called and I wore it out in a night out with our cousins I think you were there in Cork one night we were out celebrating our cousin who who had an exhibition exhibition. yeah and I was demonstrating a Spice Girls high kick and I gave a high kick and it split all the way up the back so that was super annoying because it wasn't the seam that split it was the actual fabric (laughs) why would you I was trying to show people how it was done you know my sporty self Beavis McCabe gymnast yes but I would say one of my, probably my most purchase that I always remember was my first paycheck, like my first actual top that I, like a, an outfit that I bought myself with my own money after I worked at the Irish Landmark Trust. I was down in Cork and I bought, went into Brand Thomas in Cork and I bought, what's it called in Cork? I can't remember. At the time it wasn't called Brand Thomas. It was called something oh. else. Oh, it's totally called Brand Thomas now. And I bought a velvet top, Devore velvet top, which had like a cowl neck, short sleeves, it was navy and something, I can't remember, and like a button at the back. Absolutely obsessed with it. I wore it to everything I possibly could. I could barely fit in it. I remember in the dressing room, I actually thought I was going to have to call somebody to come and cut me out of it. But did I say, oh, this doesn't fit me and I shouldn't buy it? No, I bought it and then I proceeded to squash myself into it for every other event that I put, every other life event. And I was so delighted with it. And I'm like, where did I, like what? I must have obviously consigned it or something. I can't believe that I would have done that. I should have wrapped it in gold paper and put it on a shelf. Idiot. I mean, for what? So I could look at it again and just remember oh. how happy I was with that purchase. Did it spark joy? Yes, it did, Marie. Maybe it could go in the Beatrice McCabe Museum and then they could be like, she wasn't all fashionable. Always fashionable, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> she it could go, wasn't all fashionable. Thanks, Rosemary, it, with that Freudian slip. It, it could go in there with, your, with those stripy trousers I made you get rid of in Milan. You did not make me get rid of them. I still have them. I shamed them. you. I out. never... You do not. Not. No, I said I still had them. I did not. I do not still have oh, them. Oh, you just never wore them You anymore. made me stop wearing them. There is a distinct mm-hmm. difference. Those and mm-hmm. the flappy grey cargo pants with the straps. I can't believe you had those. <laughs> and you didn't. I had them in like, hot and yet, pink. Yes, and yet you shamed me out of my stripy trousers. I'd like to know what the problem was with my stripy trousers. Beatrice, they were extremely I had cool. them in hot pink when I was 17. You were 23. You're too old for these strappy cargo pants. I wasn't too old. You didn't have any problem with those. You only had a problem with my extremely cool stripy trousers, which were like extremely cool. I looked like Claire Vivier. It wasn't that the stripy trousers, there was nothing wrong with the trousers themselves. And I don't mean to be mean now, Beatrice, but it was the way in which you popped your hands hands in the pocket of them like, fucking, not Oliver Twist, like your man, the street urchin. What's his name? Excuse me? Who would that be, Rosemary? The, the, the pickpocket in, uh, is he in Oliver Twist? What's his name? What? Basically, you used to put your hands in the pockets of them all the time and you only looked like you were about to break into a tap dance. Like, I can't even cope with this. What do you think pockets are for? Oh, nothing, Beatrice. Nothing. You're not supposed (laughs) to put your hands in them. You're not supposed to put... You know what, actually? My number one bugbear, I remember seeing wedding photographs from a woman that... From like a couple that I don't know, but I followed them on Instagram a couple of years ago. And in their wedding photographs, he has, I swear to God, he must have like a corkscrew in his pocket. He has his wallet, his phone. You can see the perfect outline of everything he has in his pockets. I was like, would you not just have left them with somebody else for the day? I hate Rosemary, seeing the outline Rosemary, of things in men's pockets. you know pockets. what? If there's, oh my God, TMI, we shall move on. So Rosemary, to wrap up, what do you think makes a memorable piece of clothing? What, what pieces of clothing should we keep? Oh, you're asking the wrong person. I don't really keep anything. Okay, do you have anything from your past, Rosemary, ever? Is there anything to prove that you were Rosemary McCabe in Ireland? Ever, for 30 years? <laughs> I ha- I have one little um, kind of, a, I'd say it's a cross between a cardigan and a jacket by Antique Batique that I got years ago. And it's like blush coloured and covered in sequins and all the sequins are falling off now. But I absolutely love it. And I've had that for... Probably at least 10 years. Because I remember having that in Amsterdam at Philip and Sarah's wedding. Do you know what? That reminds me that I have multiple shrugs that I need to get rid of. 
Oh, I think one shrug. of them is from you. Yeah, I remember a shrug. I'm sure, no doubt, I'll get rid of it and literally, literally everybody will be wearing shrugs all around me and I'll be regretting having gotten rid of it. But No, you won't. You'll just be like, thank God I'm more evolved than these people. I won't be thinking that at all. I'll be like, God, bring back my shrugs. Where are they? I'll be rushing down to like the charity shop to try and get it back. So, what do you think constitutes clothing that you should give away? How do you know when you should give away your piece of clothing? I mean... I have a very long list of like boxes clothing can potentially tick. Okay, does it have any holes in it? Get rid of it. Like holes as in that can't be sewn, but holes in the actual fabric, right? Rosemary, are you telling me that you set you sew up holes in your clothing? No, no you but don't. I didn't want so to any wasteful. holes, get rid so, of them. <laughs> any holes, get rid of them. Anything that you look at and you think, oh, that Rosemary, used to sorry, be just so to go nice back. What if those holes? What if those holes are in really sexy places? Just asking. Well, I do, I do have a pair of crotchless panties, although. Oh my god! <laughs> remember, I Rosemary, told you I put them on and then couldn't find the Why do I ask these questions? What? Anyway. what? Somebody couldn't find the hole. You couldn't <laughs> find the hole. No, well, it's not that you couldn't. It was like it's it's like a flap of crossover fabric. Rosemary, like, men should understand. That's what men's like underpants are like. How only you are surprised by that? Yeah, but no, Beatrice. These these I'll. I'll try them on for you someday. They're very small no, and my body is no, very thanks. large. So there's a lot I'm of body good. compared to... It's just hard to... Anyway, listen, let's move on. I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Anything that has holes in it, anything Great. that you haven't worn in over a year, unless it is no, like... No, no, it's COVID. It's COVID. How long? No, 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 no. I'm Listen, let me finish. Over a year in normal times. In COVID okay. times over a year before COVID. You know what I mean? Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But like, basically, if you have stuff in your wardrobe that you're like, that could be lovely for a wedding and you've gone to four weddings this year and you haven't worn it, possibly Mm -hmm. it's time to get rid of it. Okay. With the exception of, you know, like, there are things that you have that are amazing or like jackets or coats that you're like, I love that and I'm going to keep that forever even if I rarely wear it. That's fine. Whatever. Like, if you have space, keep everything. No, no, I'm very no. indecisive. Don't, don't keep everything. Okay, you are extremely indecisive. How many pairs of runners is too many? The limit does not exist. Rosemary, what? way too many and you have too many. How many pairs of extremely dodgy stacked heels or platforms should one person own? None is the answer. And I yet have you have millions. Stacked. Excuse me. How, ma- I, how many? I only have runners because I never wear st- heels. How, oh, how many pairs of stacked heels or platforms should one person ever have owned in their lifetime <laughs> not as many as you is the answer okay how do you know when things need to be thrown out the answer is you clearly don't the answer is you tell me i resist it and then, and then we then are together we argue and then i say okay you're right and we throw out 92 percent of them by throw out i mean give away oh, i can't wait for covid to be over so i can come and do a good wardrobe weeding well, I'll tell you, you're not doing a good... We're going to do it via Skype. I'll tell you, no, via Zoom so or whatever it is. Via video call. I'll tell you what What did, like, alert me to the fact that I needed a good wardrobe weeding from you, you know, etc. Was the other day I was thinking, well, I was looking at these clothes and I was thinking, you know what, like, these aren't going to fit me and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's not that they're bad, but they just don't fit me and... I should get rid of them. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll bring them into the office to see if anybody wants them. And then I was, like, faced with the reality of, like, I was going... I guarantee a 90% of this bag will still be intact at the end of the day and I will be mortified. So I thought to myself, you know what? That means they're hideous and need to go. Right? Yes, that's an excellent, like, if you wouldn't donate them to people in your office because you'd be too embarrassed, then they're not good enough for you. No, no, I would donate them. They're not good enough for people in your office. No, 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 no. They're good enough for them. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are like, I was talking about new things. Like brand oh. new things never worn. I was more like if the people in your office would not want to take these pieces home with them. Oh, no. because I've, I've worked in loads of offices where nobody would wear anything I wear and I'd be like, Abs- that's oh. absolutely fine. No, you no, can no. wear your I work nude in heels. An extreme, I work in an extremely eclectic office where oh, people that's true, of actually, all yeah. tastes. People wear nice things. Yes, nice things and questionable things and edgy things and I can make this work things. And if those individuals cannot find a way to make my brand new Ralph Lauren Aztec style sweater work, crop style sweater work, then there is no hope for it and it should go in my donation bag. Nobody can make a Ralph Lauren crop sweater work. Aztec style. I, my point Thank is, I don't, think so it, I don't think it was a crop rosemary. It was a normal size, but I bought it too small. Anyway. Thank you all so much for listening. We would love to know how often you clear out your wardrobe, how you know what to get rid of, 
how you know what to keep. And actually, I mean, listen, people aren't going to answer all these questions, but the most important thing I would like to know is what's the oldest piece of clothing you have in your wardrobe and when's it from? And I'd also like to know if are stripy trousers really disaster or could I just have worn them? Was Rosemary just jealous of my extremely good posturing? We will catch you on Friday for a mini-sode. Happy Christmas. Oh, happy Christmas. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Donald Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren. As is our podcast, The Critter Shed. For more great podcasts, hop along to thewarren.ie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.